Well, good evening. Uh, if you could just go ahead and take your Bibles and turn to the book of Matthew, Matthew chapter 15. And go ahead and stand for the reading of God's Word, Matthew chapter 15, this evening. I am thankful for the opportunity to preach tonight. Uh, even though it was quick, it is, it is a blessing to always uh, be able to open up God's Word and just share uh, some, some simple truths that He has already worked in my heart about. Uh, so, Matthew chapter 15, and we're going to start in verse 21. It says, Then Jesus went thence and departed into the coast of Tyre and Sidon. And behold, a woman of Canaan came out of the same coast and cried unto him, saying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, thou son of David. My daughter is grievously vexed with the devil. And I, w- I want you to, to, to see w- what Jesus' response to this is. But he answered her not a word, and his disciples came and besought him, saying, Send her away, for she crieth after us. But he answered and said, I am not sent but unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Then came she and worshipped him, saying, Lord, help me. But he answered and said, It is not meet to take the children's bread and to cast it to dogs. And she said, Truth, Lord, yet the dogs eat of the crumbs which fall from their master's table. Then Jesus answered and said unto her, O woman, what great faith, uh, what, uh, great is thy faith, be it unto thee, even as thou wilt. And her daughter was made whole from that very hour. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I just want to thank you just for this time that we have again just to come and, and listen uh, to the preaching of your word. I pray that you just help me at this time just to, uh, to say what you, would want, what you would have me to say. And I pray that just hearts would be open uh, to your word, Lord, and, and that you would just uh, get the glory and honor for it all, I pray. Thank you for all that you have already done. Pray that just thank you uh, for what you for what you will do, Lord. And in Jesus' name, Amen. You got to have a seat. So there's a missionary by the man uh, by the name of George Mueller. I don't know how many of you guys know him. He wasn't he wasn't a Baptist miss, missionary, but he still uh, had he still did a, a lot of great things for God. And so he was a missionary in England. Okay, and he. He started an orphanage because there was there's a lot of children that you know were just cast to the wayside. So he he decided to start an orphanage to to help these children to 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 bring them in to take care of them and to to feed them uh, to to just meet their needs and, and to teach them about God. So there was over over his lifetime he had over ten thousand orphans just over the course of his period and uh, I think at one time he had about four hundred all at once. But the thing was, he didn't get any, any support from anybody. He didn't ask money from anybody. He didn't ask for offerings or to help take care, of the, uh, take care of the children. He relied simply on God, on, on his promises that he, would, that he would supply their needs. And he did. Every, every day, George Mueller would pray that God would provide their needs, that he would provide food, he would provide water, clothes, just, just what they needed. And every day, God, God would meet their needs somehow. It just, it, in, in random ways, that almost. That's what it seemed like, just random ways. But it's how God provided their needs. And he had, he had this faith in God. So I just have this quote real quick that I want to share with you. He said, We should not shrink from opportunities where our faith may be tried. The more I am in possession to be tried in faith, the more I will have the opportunity of seeing God's help and deliverance. Every fresh instance in which he helps and delivers me will increase my faith. The believer should not shrink from situations, possessions, or circumstances in which his faith may be tried, 
but he should cheerfully embrace them as opportunities to see the hand of God stretched out in help and deliverance. Thus, his faith will be strengthened. And this, uh, this quote kind of, uh, it, it kind of shows this woman that, in the passage tonight. So just a little bit of background, just real quick. Jesus comes, is coming from the land of Gennesaret. He just got done talking with the Pharisees and Sadducees. He also just got done talking with the disciples about, about what defiles a man. That, that was there earlier in the chapter. And so here in this passage, in chapter, in chapter 15, there's this woman that comes. And she, she asks Jesus to, to heal her daughter. She's, she, she has a devil inside of her, and she wants Jesus to heal her. And, you know, normally Jesus would... Would, would cast her out, you know, or cast the devil out. That's normally what, what he would do, but that's not what happened in here. But first of all, I want you to see here in verse 22, the woman recognizes who Jesus is. She says, have mercy on me, O Lord, thou son of David. She, she realizes who God is. She, she uh, recognizes that he is the Messiah. He is the one that has come to bring salvation, to bring healing upon, upon the world. And she recognizes, she, she sees this. And she cries out and she says, Oh, thou son of David, have mercy on me. Or, and she tells, and she asks him to heal, to heal her daughter. And so first off, she, she recognizes who Jesus is. And that's, that's something we all need to do. We all have to recognize who God is, that, that he is who he says he is in the Bible. Every, everything God tells us in the Bible, every promise he gives, that, that's who he is. That's, that's what he has given us. That's what he has promised us. We all have to see that. So that's what, that's what she first that's what I want you to first see, that she recognizes who God is, and she, she tells that. But I want you to see Jesus' response in, in verse 23. He, it says, he answered her not a word. That's, that's, kind, of, that's kind of weird, isn't it? Because normally, if, if someone comes and asks Jesus to, to heal someone, Jesus would, on, on the spot, heal them. You know? that's, that's typically what happened, but he doesn't. He doesn't, he doesn't answer her here. And uh, the disciples come in, they jump in. And uh, they say, send her away, for she crieth after us. They're, you know, they see Jesus doesn't say anything. So like, uh, Lord, just send her away. She's, she's crying after us. She's, she's making a big scene. Uh, we might not want that. Just go ahead and send her away. And Jesus, he, he responds here. He says, I'm not sent but unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. And again, this is kind of a weird Weird response for Jesus. That's that's not typically the normal of what he might do. Um, but uh, we need to we need to see what Jesus is is trying is trying to do here. I honestly think he's he's trying to test her faith. He's trying to see uh, he's testing her faith to to, uh, to see what what faith she has, what what kind of faith uh, she has. But also, um, it is true that. Uh, he says, I'm not sent but unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. This woman, she wasn't, she wasn't a Jew. She was a Gentile. And Jesus, he, he hadn't come first to the Gentiles. He had first come to the Jews to, to, sh- to work miracles among them, to show them uh, the way of salvation. That's what he had first come to do, and that's what, that's what he says here. Uh, that, he's, that he's not here um, for, for the Gentiles yet. That time hasn't come yet. And Paul, Paul even says this in Romans 1.16. He says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. So Jesus came first to the Jews. That's, that's who he came here first to. And that's, that's what he says. That's what, 
Uh, that's what he, he says. He's come to the Jew. Not, not to the Gentile first. Not, not yet, anyway. But I, th- I think he is really trying to see if, if this woman is serious about, uh, about the need of her daughter. If, if she will take this response and she'll just turn away and she'll, she'll just walk away, you know, just, just in, uh, in pain that Jesus won't, won't heal her daughter. Or, or, but he's try- I think he's trying to see if she'll, she'll, she'll stay and she'll, and she'll uh, ask Jesus and, and persevere in that. And that's what, what, that's what we see, what, that's what we see he, she does. In verse 25, then she came and worshipped him, him, saying, Lord, help me. And so, secondly, we see her perseverance that she had. She, she, she takes this response, but she's not, she's not deterred by that. She, she doesn't uh, back away from it. She, she goes to Jesus. She comes to him and she worships him. She, she, she falls on her knees and she asks the Lord to help her, to help, help her daughter in, in this time. She's persistent because she wants to see God do something great in her life, in, in her daughter's life. She, she, wants, she wants God to work in her life. That's something we all need to be is persistent. Whenever we go to God, it, it, God might not answer us the first time. He might not answer us the second time. He might not answer us the third time. He might not answer us for a few years. I've heard of many stories of people who have prayed uh, for a family member to be saved, and they didn't get saved until 40 years later. But God answered their prayer. You have to be, persever- you have to be persistent. You have to persevere. Even when it seems like God isn't answering. That's what happened. God, God didn't. God didn't, Jesus didn't answer her right away, but she kept on, she kept on trying. She, she was persistent and trying to get God to answer her prayer. And in verse, uh, verse 26, Jesus answers her again. And it says, but he answered and said, it is not me to take the children's bread and to cast it to dogs. And again, we see this isn't normal for Jesus. You know, he, he, he normally just, just heals them. You know, that's that's what he normally does. But again, he he comes with uh, a problem for this woman to to overcome. She comes with a trial uh, that that again, she I think Jesus is trying to see how uh, how strong her faith is, how persistent she's going to be. And this is this is a a different saying. The the word meat, uh, the word meat here, it means uh, beautiful or valuable, virtuous. Basically, what, what Jesus is trying to say is that it's not suitable or it's not, it's not proper for me to, to take what I'm here to give to the Jews and give it to a Gentile. That's, that's, not, it's, that's not proper for that to happen yet. Uh, and, and then also, you know, he, he kind of calls her, he, or he mentions and, and he said to cast it to, cast it to dogs. That's, that's obviously a great offense. You know, if you're... If you're called a dog, that's that's typically not in uh, in a good way, okay. And um, but in in this time, the Jews they they hated the Gentiles, they hated uh, what who they were, and they would often refer to them as dogs. And and Jesus kind of takes that saying even put and even puts it in here. He says it's not me to take the children's bread and to cast it to dogs. He said it's it's not it's not my time to take what I'm here to give to the Jews. And give it to the Gentiles yet. But we see the humility of the woman. In verse 27 she says, Truth, Lord, yet the dogs eat of the crumbs which fall from their master's table. It, 
it's, it's amazing to me to see the response of this woman. Because it feels me, if, if I went to Jesus and, and he didn't answer me, I'd be like, oh, okay, well, I'll keep trying. But, and then for, for Jesus to even, uh, maybe even humiliate her in a way, almost. I, in, in, that, in that case, I don't, I don't know what I'd do. I'd, I'd probably, if it feels me, I'd probably just, just walk away. I'd be like, okay, well, <laughs> I, I guess Jesus isn't who he says he is. I guess he won't heal my daughter. I guess, I guess he isn't kind and compassionate like, like he says he is, like, like what people say he is. But that's not, that's not her response. She, 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 hum, she humbles herself uh, before God and says, Truth, Lord, yet the, dogs, or, uh, yet the dogs eat of the crumbs which fall from their master's table. And in my, in my mind, I, just, uh, I, li- I do like to picture just, you know, if you, if you have a dog in your family, I have a cat at my house, so I don't have a dog. But I have been to other people's houses. They've had dogs. So I, I have experienced this, okay? And so whenever you get down, sit at the meal, or sit at the table to eat, you know, and if there's a dog, it always, it always comes up. And especially if you're a guest, it always comes up to the guest because, you know, it knows it can't get food from the, other, from the, from the, from the regular people, so it'll come to the guest to try to beg food from them. Okay, and so that, that's happened to me a few times. I'm over at people's houses. They have a dog, and it just, just right there, there's the dog. <laughs> and, it's, and it's waiting with the, with the saddest eyes you could ever imagine, just staring up at you. It's wanting, it's wanting food. It's wanting something. And what do, you, what do you do? You, of course, have to give it something, okay? That's just what you have, yeah, that's what you have to do. And, and that's what this, this woman is saying. He says, but the dogs eat of the crumbs that fall from the master's table. And so in, in this, she, she, she humbles herself, and she even accepts this, what Jesus has said. She accepts that and says, but Lord, I, I know that you're not here to, um, to necessarily work, work miracles in the, in, the, in the Gentiles yet, but I, I, just want, I just want a little bit of what you can give me. I just want something that you can give me. I, I'm begging you to, to just, just, throw me, just, just throw me something. And it re- reminds me of the... Of the, of the story of the woman that had the issue of blood for 12 years, who said, who said in her heart that if I just touch the robe of Jesus, then I'll be healed. And I mean, you can imagine, especially at that time, there, there was people all around touching her or, or in touching Jesus and, and they weren't being healed, but it was her faith and going out and reaching out and touching for the hem of, of Jesus's garment that made, her, that made her whole. And this is her, in her faith here, she, she's just saying, Lord, I, I, just need, I just need a little bit. I don't, I don't need you to give me like a whole meal or anything. I just need a little bit of what you can give me. And I know that will heal, heal my daughter. And so Jesus then answers her and says, O woman, great is thy faith. Be it unto thee, even as thou wilt. And her daughter was made whole from that very hour. So we see here that Jesus finally, finally gives her what, what she has come to ask for. He, he, has finally, he finally recognizes that She's, she's, she, uh, she has come, and she is persistent, and she, she wants her daughter to be, to, be, to be healed. And she sees her faith. She says, O oh woman, great is thy faith. Her, her faith uh, is, is, is what is um, uh, uh, granted by, by Jesus. It, it's what is uh, uh, pointed out by Jesus. It's not, it's not her perseverance that is what got her 
uh, or that is what uh, is why Jesus healed her daughter. It's not the, her perseverance. It's not even her humility, but it's, it's her faith through it all. Her faith in Jesus is what produced her perseverance and her humility. It wasn't that she was just persevering and humble. It was that she, she knew God, she knew God could heal, could heal her daughter. And because of that, she kept on going after Jesus. She, she kept on asking Jesus, and she, she, she came to, to him humbly before, before him, and she kept on asking Jesus to heal, to heal her daughter. And she did everything she could do because she knew that God was the only one that could do something great in her daughter's life. So I just, I just want to ask you a, a question. When was the last time you saw God do a, mir- a miracle in your life? When was the last time you saw God work in your life personally? And just being around this church already, it seems like that's, it's, it's happening already in the lives of, of, of many of the members here. You, you've seen God work in your heart personally and in your life personally. But don't you want that to continue? You want, you want that to continue throughout your whole life. You want to see God do, keep on doing things in your life. Keep on working miracles. Keep on seeing him uh, uh, save people who, who we would have never thought that could have been saved. You, you want that to continue. Uh, but I think what a lot of us do, and just going back to what Jesus said, uh, he said, be it unto thee even as thou wilt. I think what a lot of us do is that we just don't think Jesus can, that God can do it. You know, we, 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 it's, it's like we think in our minds like, oh, yes, I know, I know God has all power. I know that, you know, he created the, the world. He created the universe, created all that is therein. Uh, I know his word is true. Uh, but, but yet, I, I, don't, I don't think he can do what I'm asking him to do. I don't think he can work in my life personally. I don't think he can, he can work miracles in, in my life. And I think that's, that's what happens a lot of times to us, is that, is that we, we think that somehow God might not work in, in us. That, you know, we, we see God working in other people's lives, and, but he might not work in us. And I think that's the pit that we fall into. But what we need to do is, is just like this woman we need, we need to recognize who God is. Once, once we see who God is, the, the, more, the more time you spend in God's word, the more time you spend kneeling before him, uh, on your face, praying to him uh, in humility, the more you get to know God. The more you get to know God, the more faith you will have in God. That's, that's what we need to do. We need to be like the woman. We need to, to recognize who God is. And then we, we obviously, we have to be persistent. Just like the woman, got, got, Jesus didn't answer her request the first time. We have to, we have to come to God knowing that who he is, yet we have to understand that we might, not, we might have to come to him multiple times. It will, take, it will take many times to be able to see God work miracles. We also have to come humbly before him. We have to come before him on our face, realizing that there's nothing that we can do. There's nothing in our own power. There's nothing... Uh, in, in this world that could do what I'm asking God to do. It, it's only God. It's, it's only by his power that, that this can happen. She, she saw her daughter uh, be healed because of her faith in, in God. I wonder what could what you as a member here at Canaan Baptist Church see because of your faith that you have in God. Well, and this is, this is a question that is often uh, plagued me is that will there be someone in uh, in eternity that uh, that went to hell because I didn't have enough faith to to keep on praying to God for them? 
or or is there or is there uh, someone that is struggling with something? And part of the reason why they failed is because I didn't have enough faith that I would pray that I would go to God and that God could help them through that. You know, there, there's so many things that that God can do, but I think a lot of times we just don't we just don't go to Him and ask ask Him for it. He's He's wanting to He's wanting to give it to us. He says, "Be it unto thee as thou wilt." He's wanting to help us. He's wanting to He's wanting to do something great through us. He says we have to come before Him. We have to be persistent. We have to come before Him humbly, and we we have to ask God to to come and 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 do something great. So in order in order to see God do great miracles in your life, you must have a persevering and humble faith in who God is. It's not it's not in who we are. It's not in anything else in this world. It's in who God is. It's it's a faith. It's a persevering and humble faith in who God is. So I just want to leave that leave that with you this morning, Pastor.